When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, hell! The new king in town! Live from the Super Bowl experience in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Let's spend a little time on Jalen Hurts. Let's be fair and balanced. Let's do it, man. I like this kid. I shouldn't like him, and I do. And his story <laughs> is so amazing that it needs to just be repeated. Earlier on the show, 49ers quarterback Trey Lance. Still to come. Pro Football Hall of Famer Joe Montana. Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. WWE superstar Seth Rollins. Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson. And now it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show live on the Roku channel. Free on all Roku devices. Select Samsung Smart. TV is also free on the Roku app. It's also free on Amazon Fire TV and the RokuChannel.com. We say hello from the Super Bowl state of Arizona to those listening on this terrestrial radio affiliate smart enough to have us thanks to our partnership with Westwood One. Cumulus Podcast Network is what puts out the three hours of this podcast every single day. You can follow us there. We say hello to everybody listening on Sirius Channel 218, XM Channel 202, 992 on the app. We say hello to everybody listening on the Odyssey stream as well. We're here again in the downtown Phoenix Convention Center inside the Super Bowl experience getting set for Super Bowl 57. My colleague Kurt Warner is going to be stopping by in about 20 minutes time. He's calling the Super Bowl on Westwood One and also hanging with me for an absurd amount of time on NFL Network on Sunday for our pregame show leading up to kickoff between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Charles Woodson stopping by in hour number three. WWE superstar Seth Rollins is stopping by in hour number three. But to kick off hour number two is football royalty to my left, courtesy of Advance Auto Parts, four-time Super Bowl champ, Pro Football Hall of Famer Joe Montana. Good to see you, Joe. Great seeing you. You are the man. i I got to be honest with you. I mean... um, I do a lot of cool things professionally, but to be sitting here on this set at the Super Bowl looking at you with the Vince Lombardi trophy in between us, this is this is pretty much up there, man. Yeah, it's pretty fun that. being here. Have, thanks for having us. Of course. As usual, I, always good to see you. Appreciate it. Right back at you as well. When you look at this trophy, what do you think of, Joe? Oh, that's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. I got a few of those. Yes, you do. Yes, you uh, do. It's, yeah, you just think back about the games, and the game's just was so much fun to be a part of and you know you just wish everyone who played could have a chance to be in it mm-hmm. uh, and experience it but uh, there's nothing more fun than you know reaching that pinnacle every, at the end of the year and then we got a photograph of you right here <clears throat> that looks like the Detroit Silverdome to me is that what, is that where you <laughs> I, I think so yeah what was what was I mean wh- how were you able to be cool under the pressure of the Super Bowl as much as you were Joe I you know, I, I think a lot of it just came from, you know, what Bill taught me from early days was preparation. You know, it's <clears throat> I always explain it to like younger kids and and people that don't understand. It's like you remember when you would go in to take a test in school that yeah. you hadn't really studied for. <laughs> you remember how nervous you were? Yes, I do. Okay, so. 
do you remember when you actually did some work and you went in to take that another test? <laughs> yes. How comfortable you were. And it's the same type of thing. It's being prepared from pr- every day at practice. He demanded perfection from the quarterback. He demanded from everybody, but especially the quarterback position. I think he lived through the quarterback position for yeah. a lot of it. And, and, you know, so when you get to the game, you've seen almost everything. And, you know, we spent a lot of time studying not only the play, well, our plays were ridiculous. I what mean, do you mean by that? We had so many plays with so many formations, and you had to study. And back then, you didn't have the ear thing, so we got signaled the play, not the formation. Right. So if it had three formations, you had to know which formation Bill wanted. And we had, we would start, our final total would be been 120-some pass plays and another 30-some runs. And it was so funny because Theismann was, uh, we lost to Washington in the championship game, so Bill was coaching the Pro Bowl that year. Uh-huh. So we get there, and uh, day one installation, Bill puts in 35 pass plays. And Theismann turns to me and goes, wow, that's awesome, man. He put in all the pass plays in one day. I go, you're crazy. He's going to install till Saturday. He <laughs> For goes, the Pro Bowl? Yeah. And he goes, no way. I go, I'm telling you. I go, I'm not even studying this. This is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and sure enough, he installed all of them Saturday. And, uh, but he just, you know, it was overbearing. But he, he you learned to be prepared and how to study it and what to know and you know, when you went to the game, it was just second nature. So let me drill down even more. Who was at that Pro Bowl? Who was at your first Pro Bowl in Hawaii? Oh, my gosh. Joe Montana. Give me that one. Because now we're, we're all talking about, you know, flag I football can't remember, now. But all, the- I remember the one Pro Bowl where yeah. I had Mike Quick okay. and Chris Carter as wide receivers. Yeah. Insane. And both of them said the same thing to me. Which is what? Hey. You get in trouble, just throw it my way. <laughs> I go, I only have one ball, guys, so who should I throw to? Well, I mean, but you I had mean, Jerry Rice. You must have been yeah. used to somebody saying, throw yeah. me the football. Well, yeah, but no, you know what? Jerry never said, you know, Jerry's personality now is a lot different than when he was playing. What do you mean? He's just a lot more outgoing now. He's gotten yeah. more comfortable with everything. And yeah. It, all that's over with. But you get in the game, and you, Jerry, you open. Yeah. Jerry, another play. Jerry, were you open? Yeah. You look at the film, there's three guys on him. Yeah, okay, Jerry, you thought you said you were open. <laughs> but, you know, he never, he rarely said a word. Uh, when, yeah, when, when, yeah. when did you know he was extra special, Joe Montana? Well, in the beginning, he was, the you know, first couple of days of practice, he was just getting beat up. Balls mm-hmm. were hitting him in the face, everything he could do. He, yeah. And he'll even admit it. But then all of a sudden, one day he catches a pass and turns and runs like 60 yards to the end zone. And yeah. we're like, you know, you're wide receiver was supposed to catch the ball and turn around, yeah. run 10, 15 yards, and come back. He scored a touchdown every time. And we're like, no matter how far it was, and we're going, God, come on, you're the first pick, you're a rookie, you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. But that was his that was his nature. And then, so you, I, I always, when I talk about motivational people, what, that's how he practiced every day. Yes. So is it a coincidence that he's the NFL's all-time touchdown reception leader by a big number? No, because that's what he did every day. He scored touchdowns. And he just had a crazy knack. Wasn't the fastest guy, mm-hmm. but he knew you're not going to catch him. And he'll, to get behind people, he, he ran, I don't know how many posts he ran. Like I said, if I'm playing Jerry Rice yeah. and I'm on the other side and I'm the defensive coordinator or head coach, my free safety, if Jerry Rice gets behind you as you're chasing him, just keep running. Go right in the 
door, go change your clothes and go home. Right. <laughs> I said, don't let him behind you. But he had a knack for getting behind people. And, you know, then it's easy. Of course. Joe Montana here on the Rich Eisen Show. And before we move on to the here and now, uh, can you tell me the story, the famous story of you noticing John Candy in the crowd before, <laughs> before that two-minute drill with the, the Bengals and your second Super Bowl went over against them? Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was kind of funny because, as you know, TV timeouts are forever in the Super Bowl. Tell and me about it. So I had been to the sideline once, maybe even twice, and we were just standing out there waiting for the signal to start um, to play. We were, I think we had the ball in the eight. And um, Harris Barton was a, a people person, so yes. we were free for dinner during the week, but you know, practice and meetings and then come back after dinner and more meetings. So when he would come back from dinner, he was like a little kid. He could not wait to tell you about all the celebrities he saw while he was at dinner. <laughs> and so I had, we were just standing there, and between the tight end and um, his shoulder was uh, framed John Candy. And In so, the crowd? It, he was on the sideline. Oh, he's on the sideline. And so I was, and I sat there, and I, I looked, and I go, dang, I don't remember Harris saying he saw John Candy. <laughs> this so, is what you're thinking in the Super Bowl with minutes to go needing to, to drive yeah, down the field. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So I walked over and said, hey, H, man, there's, there's John Candy. <laughs> and he, Harris stood like this for eight minutes, per, perfectly still. He was a little bit anal that way. He would not move. He was like little. I didn't do it to unwind him. I just thought he would appreciate seeing John Candy. <laughs> since he, but, but he started mumbling some things. Super Bowl, you're Candy. What do you know? It's going through. I don't know what he said completely. Uh-huh. I understood a few words, but <laughs> now when you he appreciates it now more than he did back then right. during the, before we started the the drive. Did you ever meet Candy, or that was the only time? Yeah, you ever no, met? I had met John a few years before that. Um, my contract was up. Okay, and he was. You know, one of the owners of the Toronto Argonauts. Okay. He was trying to get me to go to Canada. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, they just didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> but if the price was right, you'd, you'd, I might you'd have had been, a, yeah, I might have been wearing an Argonaut. You could, uniform. Yeah, you'd have a 55-yard line. You'd be like, I'll do that. So he legitimately said, you know, hey. you know, Yeah, we had a couple of meetings about Yeah, You did? So yeah. this is real. Like, it wasn't oh, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, a, no. oh, by the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wow, I love that. Um, so what do you think of Mahomes and Hurts seeing these two guys play the way they play in a Super Bowl, Joe Montana? You know, both a little bit different, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, what, I mean, what can you say about Mahomes? Totally. He can do anything you want, however you want, when he's healthy. I hope he's healthy for Sunday. So, yeah. we, you know, so we we see a good game from that side of it. And, and Jalen's just having tremendous year I mean both throwing the ball running the ball man I just realized how big he is right that's a big fellow he is what advice would you give him for his first Super Bowl Joe you know once what I always looked for in the game no matter Super Bowl or not I I wanted to get hit first I wanted to get hit sometime early please hit me early why it just kind of gives you a different feel about the game you're not looking for that hit well it's a little bit different now because they well, for him, it's probably a little bit better. They don't they don't hit you as as much. But right. I looked for the first one just to kind of get your mind right and get past that first. Was there one particular first hit that leaps out at any of them? Or? Uh, no, not okay. really. But okay, uh, it was just you know, I always got to uh, guys just have to 
do what they do. And once the, it's this week that bugs you the most, right? As as you get, we had more fights during this week in practice. Really? And even we never wore pads. So just because you're ready to play a game in seven days, typically, right? And you get in that feel, and now you got 14 days. Um, Your body's ready, your mind's ready, and plus it's the Super Bowl on top of it. You want to get going. There's nothing better than when once the whistle blows and the ball's kicked off. Mm -hmm. And then things change. You don't hear the crowd as much. You don't, I mean, my concentration went more to the things that I was, um, I had seen, you know, on, on film, yes. what the plays we were talking about, looking at, I still laugh when the guys are looking at. Their tablets? The tablets. When I think about the New Orleans, when we first used to go there, mm-hmm. they, had, they had a string or a wire from the up, way up top where they'd take photos and they'd put them on those metal clips and they'd slide them down, <laughs> oh, down to the, there. Wow, and so you're looking at these wow. little black and white. That came uh, off of a string came from the off, top from, of, from, of the yeah, Superdome? Cable, the little <laughs> tiny cable. They'd, they'd drop them down wow. and they'd come down to you down on the field. It's, it's like a little hoopers. different now. Yeah, I would say. So, I would say. Um, but, yeah, you're constantly looking at things and, and uh, going over the, what happened in the last series and but you, once the ball goes, he'll be ready to play. Most valuable, the most valuable play promotion for Super Bowl Fifty Seven, courtesy of Advanced Auto Parts. What, what's, yeah, what's it's, it's it's kind of a fun thing because um, you look at some of the numbers, right? So, um, in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. if either quarterback throws a touchdown pass over twenty-five yards, yes. Well, let's. Doesn't have to be a quarterback because we know some of those other guys Absolutely. throw passes too. Yeah, but Heinz Ward would raise his hand and tell you yeah, that. Yeah, He's so right. the first touchdown pass over 25 yards. Mm-hmm. If you're registered on AdvanceAutoParts.com yep. for the promotion, you have a chance to be one of the 25 people who are picked to receive free gas for a year at the Shell stations wow. around the country. And on top of that, you get a $500 uh, shopping spree at Auto, uh, Advanced Auto Parts. So. A uh, fun thing out there, you look at, um, you think it's a little bit easy thing, but so far in the playoffs, there hasn't been one. Well, you threw four touchdown passes of at least 25 yards in the Super Bowls you won. That's why they, I guess, imagine uh, they, they, they plucked 25 out of not just thin air, but from that statistic. Uh, com to register uh, on on all of that. Um, so before I let you go, I, I know... Uh, You've, you've chimed in on this subject matter, and I hope you don't mind me asking again. Uh, the next quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, yeah. you would think to best move this team back to the Super Bowl is is who, Joe? I know they say they'll never play there. But, you know, let me, I'll just preface it with the guy that just got hurt, if he was healthy, yeah, he'd probably be the guy. Purdy. Purdy. But... He has an injury to his throwing elbow and ligament. You know, medical world has advanced a lot. Yes. Rehab's done a lot different, um, gotten better. Uh, how soon he'll be back is unclear. Who's won the most games for you? And he said he'll never play there. I don't know how you get rid of Jimmy. Um, he fits that system a little bit better right now than mm-hmm. Trey, I think. Um, Trey does runs a little bit different offensive style than than Jimmy does is mm-hmm. used to. Jimmy's a pocket guy. Trey's, he can play in the pocket, but he's more of a, you know, that run-pass option kind of a player. Right. Um, I mean, you had a Super Bowl team. 
how do you get rid of a quarterback that got you to the Super Bowl once already until you know whether the other kid's ready? Right. So you would so keep Jimmy would keep and him. see if, if Lance can yeah. get up to speed and yeah. compete? Would you would you yeah. throw it out as a competition? I would, I would say it is a competition, but if it's, if it's even close to being even, I'd, I would I would start with Jimmy so there's not a lot as much pressure on Trey. Um, because whoever starts that season next year, there's going to be a lot of pressure if it's not Purdy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, you know, he's expected to be the starter, but I, I just look at, and I'll, and I'll be the first one to say, when Jimmy first got there, I wasn't a big proponent of it, mm-hmm. but he fits and mainly you can't keep him healthy long enough. You know, he hasn't been healthy yet, but he wins games. He's been winning games for him. And I mean, that team's loaded. No, and I know Jimmy said, you know, that he's out, and that they also said that he's that Kyle said there's no he doesn't envision any scenario in which Jimmy stays. But we've heard that song before. Haven't never we not? say never. Right? Right. It's an old saying. Pretty much. Yeah, I just think that I just think it's hard to turn it over to. Um, you know, Purdy got the job because everybody was hurt. Yes, and didn't. Ex- I don't think that was expected of him. But I think they realized that he can play. He knows that system. He understands it. He understands he's got playmakers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to try to make a play. He doesn't have to try to make a play with his feet unless he's flushed out of the pocket. And he he can make plays if he has to. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, I mean, look at look at the weapons he's got on offense. It's crazy. It is so. I'm just not I Trey may be closer to being ready but how he's lost a lot of time because he's been hurt right on top of that mm-hmm. the little time that he's played Jimmy's been hurt too but he's come back and played well when he's come back so I I don't think you can get rid of him that's just my thought I don't go around just so you know I don't hang out down there I no, don't no. talk to those guys sure. but all I know is that's kind of the way I would look at it. Well, I asked. Um, and thanks for coming, Joe Montana. You're the My man. pleasure. Thank you for having us. Always great to see you. Always great to see you. That is Joe Montana, Pro Football Hall of Famer, four-time, four-time Super Bowl champion. Again, go to advanceautoparts.com, register. Anybody throws a touchdown pass over 25 yards uh, in the Super Bowl, you got a shot to score uh, free gas at Shell Stations nationwide and a $500 shopping spree at Advance Auto Parts. you the man. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thank you, man. That's Appreciate Joe Montana, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Another Hall of Famer is chilling out in our Roku, Roku Channel Purple Room, as we're calling it here <laughs> in the Convention Center. Kurt Warner when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. And we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Joining us here, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. And look who has just stopped by is my colleague and my friend, long time at the NFL Network, NFL Media Group, and of course, a Super Bowl champion and a Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. Good to see you again, sir. Good to have you here. Uh, you are still the last guy to win the MVP of the playing season and then the MVP of the I Super Bowl. Know. That is hard to believe. Do you, do you have any stats on how many have been there? Because I feel like there's been a lot of MVPs that have you know, won the MVP in the regular season and then gone to the Super Bowl. Yes, I was told there'd be no stats. I have oh, no sorry, idea. Sorry. Guys, okay, you, I, I don't know the Brockman, answer to that. Brockman, are you feel, looking that up? But I feel like there's been a number of them, so I, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that it has been that long since one of those guys has found a way to break through and, and win a Super Bowl. But I, I think what I know as well as anybody is you get there and it's 60 minutes. And you got to put together your best 60 minutes as a team to win a Super Bowl. Nothing has to do with how well you play during the regular season. Uh, but it is definitely a surprising stat to me. Um, and I think it's going to be a challenge because, I, I mean, I think Patrick's going to win the MVP, uh, as most people do. But I think it's going to be a challenge for them to uh, to change that again. Nine, Rich. The answer is, the answer nine? is nine. Nine since 99 that yes. have been in it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nine yeah. who have won the MVP yep. and then made the Super Bowl yep. but did not win Over. the Super Bowl. And I, I think I was probably the first one on that list, aren't I? So, so I did oh, it yeah, last, yeah. but then yep. I did it you in did, 01 and lost, so I probably started that streak so of you're nine. So you on the streak as well. Yes, I'm part of the streak. Brady's well. the one who created that streak then, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Because yes. you were the MVP yes. of that go season. Go figure that Brady created that streak, right? <laughs> exactly. Some kind of Super Bowl streak. Yet uh, another yes. streak that he created. Yes. So what, you know, this Lombardi trophy that's in between us sitting here on, on our set here at, at the Super Bowl, when you look at this beautiful piece of Tiffany hardware, what do you think of Kurt Warner? Um, well, I mean, you think of hoisting it, right? Like his, yes. from the time that you're seven or eight years old and you play the Super Bowl in your front yard every year, it's all based off of watching whoever's hoisting that trophy and, yes. and standing up there on the podium and holding it in that one hand and, and celebrating. And so that's what I think about it. You know, it automatically takes me back to the 99 season and the, you know, the season that we won it. Uh, and being able to, to get up there and kind of embrace it. I mean, you know how tough it is. You've got to wear yeah. gloves or whatever to, to even touch it now. So yeah. to have the moment where you can touch it and hold it up and it doesn't matter what fingerprints get on it or you can kiss it if you want, whatever you want to do, um, that's the first thing that, that comes back. And, and, and By just, the way, if you look over your shoulder, oh, that, there you I go. believe that, you're hoisting it for the first time in your is. life that's, right there, that's Kurt. That's the moment. And, um, you know, and, and the other thing is, is you want every player – 
to be able to experience that. Yeah. Right? Is it's a dream of all of ours, and there's been so many great players that haven't had that moment. But that's what I think about when we get to this point and this, you know, every year and you have it here on your set is I think, man, I, I want somebody who hasn't had the opportunity to hoist that thing yeah. to get to hoist it. I, I want to see that moment because it is such a unique and special moment that we all dream of. Did you get it? Did you get to take it anywhere? Did you take it somewhere? No, I didn't no? get to drink milk out of it or anything <laughs> like they do with the Stanley Cup. But no, I think I think uh didn't Kelsey the last time he win this like shoot beers off? Like he, he had beers right down or was that a Patriot who did that? We, I don't know, Brockman. We I, didn't take it and throw it around way? on boats or no. anything like that either. <laughs> yeah. We didn't we didn't do any of that from stuff. Boat to boat. Um yeah. no. So the actual one no, I just got to kind of hold it that night. Mm. Uh, but they do give us a replica. Oh, they do? Of, okay. Yeah, they gave us all replicas of it. So I do have one at my house. You so know, little, you're going to bring it to game day version. morning on Sunday? I mean, you're going to bring it? Do you need it? me to bring it? I, this is well, you're just talking the, about this your home Super Bowl. We have the. Re- I mean, I can bring it. I, yeah, I mean, I think anything else you want me to bring? No. I got some other trophies I could bring. Sandwiches. It's okay. eight and a half Sandwiches, hours. All right. I mean, okay, I, I could probably do that. Bring as well. something. I don't Whatever know. Whatever you need. I don't know. Maybe for maybe. those last couple hours when I go up and eat the hot food, I can leave some sandwiches for you guys. I just, I just, oh, hey. you got to mess with him a little bit. Like, Kurt Warner going to call Super Bowl 57 for Westwood One and abandon the NFL Network game day morning crew <laughs> about two thirds of the way through eight and a half hours. We'll be, we'll, don't worry, we'll, 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 we'll leave. I know you hold it down. You, know, I'm, you leave I'm the light on for us. About we'll you guys we'll close up shop there. Yeah. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show here uh, at the Super Bowl in Arizona. So uh, the key to this game, what do you got for me? I mean, you're, you're, you are the, the grinder of tape of yeah. all grinders of tape. I'm sure you have looked at everything. Well, I mean, you, you were know, at the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, so. there's so many different things. You know, that's kind of what I do all week is kind of dive into yes. the the other areas that people aren't talking about. But I mean, if we're talking about the key to this game, yes. to me, it's the trenches. As much as I want to say it's the quarterbacks, because I think we have two great quarterbacks, two guys. I thought Jalen should have been the MVP before he got hurt. I think Patrick will win it now. Um, you know, so I want to talk about them. But I believe this is the most dominant team in the National Football League in both trenches, not just one side or the other, but defensive line, defensive front, offensive line. I think Philly is the best team that we have in the National Football League. They eviscerated that trench in Philadelphia against San Francisco. I know so much is being made about, well, you know, who did Philadelphia beat? You know, I'm here. I said that that was going to be the number one troll TV, sports TV storyline coming in, and I'm hearing it more and more. But, um, you know, Brock Purdy was half of himself when he came back in after Josh Johnson, but they knocked him out. I know. Both of them out. They they were were in the backfield, you know, over and over again. You know, I break down tape, and, you know, there's times where there's wide open receivers running somewhere, and, you know, we always want to say, like, just find that wide open guy. But, you know, there's three guys in, in in the quarterback's lap, you know, when he's trying to do that because there's pressure from everywhere. You were saying uh, Ayuk was open. I was listening to the broadcast on the way home. Yeah. Ayuk was open oh, on, on the that play, play that Purdy got knocked yeah. down. Would have been would have been a huge play, maybe even a touchdown on that play. But yeah, I mean, you got and, and it's not just one guy. I think that's the thing that I always look at in these games too is how many different ways can a team beat you? How many different guys right. can beat you? You know, so the offensive line of the Eagles is great. You know. Sanders is a great running back, but they've got three running backs that I believe can all make big plays for him. Jalen Hurts can make plays. You know, on the defensive side, they have four guys that had 10 plus sacks. I mean, four guys, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. So that to me is the key to this game is how does Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and this Chiefs team, 
how do they try to at least just match the production of you know the trenches for the Eagles? I mean, Chris Jones, I mean, he's one guy, and not that they don't have other guys up there, but he's going to have to have a huge game. Yeah, you know, the whole offensive line. <clears throat> is going to be, you know, put to task by this defensive front over and over and over again. I mean, we all remember the last Super Bowl, and I know they had injuries up front, but you know, the the front of uh, of Tampa against this Chiefs team dictated that whole game, and so that to me is I, I don't know what they're going to scheme up. Um, you know, screen passes, quick passes. You know, is, is Patrick able to to pull some of his magic when they get quick pressure and avoid that and make big plays? But I, I truly believe Philadelphia is better in the trenches um, by a long shot, and that's going to dictate the, the course of this game. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show, and Mahomes was compromised <laughs> in that Super Bowl against that Bucks front seven as well. We're talking about his ankle yep. so much, and uh, Andy Reid said today that he it looks like the entire playbook is available to him. Yeah. What are, what's your well, two cents on that subject? I mean, matter? I think the entire playbook was available last time. I mean, I you know, he's so unique. I mean, if you go back and watch the championship game, you know, they're like third play of the game. They rolled him out to his right, right. To, to throw a pass. Like, okay, well, you know, once you start doing, like, what's not available if you're willing to roll him out? Well, maybe you know, the with, snow with globe play where they do a ring around the rosy. <laughs> okay, and, I'm not and, sure if you know, Coach, Coach Reed drew that one up. Right. Um, you know, and there was another time where, you know, Cincinnati got quick pressure in the inside, and Patrick just turned and ran to his left, and then, I mean, like, I, I think everything was available last week, uh, probably more so this week if if there's anything that they were afraid to do. Uh, right. I just think Patrick is special, and he's he's got the ability to throw without his feet, um, you know, as well as anybody in the league. And so even if there is some residual issues there, uh, he makes up for it with, with some of the special stuff that he can do throwing the football. So I, I feel like two weeks off, uh, I don't even think it's going to be a factor unless he re-injures it. Okay, so then what the Chiefs need, you mentioned Chris Jones. I mean, that that's what they – because you're just assuming well, the offense is going to show up yeah. in a certain way to try and counterbalance that front seven. I mean, uh, I, I mean I'm, I'm picking up that you I, like I the at, Eagles in this game, Kurt. I'm not going to lie. I do like the Eagles right now. Um, you know, again, Patrick's always the you know that X factor. But uh, less than, than I think it's about – Chris Jones, although, you know, if they could get pressure with Chris and Frank and just those guys up front, I believe it's going to be about Spags and his pressure game, you know, because Jalen's been so good, but the one area that he still struggles with more than any others is when you get quick pressure on him. Mm -hmm. You know, you get free runners, and he's got to make those quick decisions and throw the football, um, and that's where he struggles. So I think the, the, you know, the uh, the, the pressure game of Spags and what they do defensively to try to confuse um, Jalen Hurts and get after him in the pass game, I think that's going to be a bigger key in this game than just hoping that the front four wins over and over again because I just I don't I don't see it happening because I you know in, in the championship game you know they put Chris Jones out on the at, you know defensive end position and yeah. he, and he won that last. You're not putting him out there against Lane Johnson. Like that's not a matchup that you want. So you're going to keep him inside. But Jason Kelsey's so good. I mean, there was one snap from the game last week where uh, you know you had Bosa and, uh, and and Armstead on the same side of the field, and yeah. you saw uh, Jason Kelsey snap the ball, and he literally turned and sprinted in that direction to go. I'm coming over here and helping these guys. Like I know where their biggest strength is on the defensive line. I am going to make sure that I double team that side. I believe you're going to see him do that 
every opportunity he gets with Chris Jones if they play him on the inside. So it's going to come down to scheming up opportunities to get Chris Jones one-on-one and and hopefully win or get free hitters on Jalen Hurst and hope that he makes a mistake here or there. One last tapehead all-22 question for you, Kurt Warner. Again, your QB Confidential, check it out on YouTube, which is where you... you, Lots of videos all over this week. It's so insightful. It's spectacular. Um, Is Why does Travis Kelsey get so wide open? I mean, we we were we yeah. were talking about it just earlier this week. Who was it, Chris, that was talking about watching it? Yeah. TJ, we couldn't believe just seeing it on film. Yeah. Who was that uh, earlier this week? It was. Uh, I don't. And, and, yeah. We, I mean, we've been saying it the whole time. Like, yeah. why is he not triple teamed on every single play? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we, okay. we couldn't. Be, we couldn't believe it. The fan people talking. Oh, why don't you just triple team that guy? Because they're going to throw it to him. That's impossible but, to do. But okay, why? So why but, it's really hard to double. Yeah, team but everybody it. knows Guys. that he's going to get the ball. No, but you know, but it's so. really hard. But the reason why he's so wide open so often is. Um, you know, first and foremost, the feel that he has for the game along with Patrick. It's not just Travis. It's them together and understanding um, how to adjust routes. And so you'll see, um, you know, Travis numerous times in a game where he's supposed to be running like a deep corner route. Right. And he just gets out there and he realizes the defender that he just left. And he realizes the defender that's outside, and he just kind of stops where the big hole is. Or he'll be running a, a deep crossing route, and he'll stop inside between the hashes when he's supposed to be outside the numbers on the other side because he's like, well, I know that linebacker's over there, and this linebacker's here, and I know that Patrick will see it. Yeah. And so that's one reason he gets so wide open. The second thing is he's so good at adjusting after the fact. So there was a, a play against the Jags in, in their playoff game. Yeah, he set a record for most catches. Yeah, in a game but, by, but he's actually supposed to run a flat route on that play. Right. And the Jags drop their defensive end out to cover him. So he's running to the flat, and the defensive end is like, you know, was literally right on top of him from the get-go right. and is running out to the flat with him, and he just stops and throws him by and comes back to the inside. And Patrick buys a little bit of time, flips it to him to the inside, and he gets 12 yards on the play uh, where he wasn't even supposed to be in there. He was supposed to be outside, but they have such a great rapport with one another, and Travis has such a great feel for where defenders are and how to adjust his routes accordingly that it's hard to stop him because, like, Who's going to cover a man-to-man? Like, you know, you're not putting a safety or a linebacker on him to cover a man-to-man. Right. So now you have to cover them with zone, and he's going to find the opening in the zone, and Patrick is good enough to allow him to make those adjustments and make the plays with him. Who was that guy for you? Marshall? Fitz? Who was it? Um, where you had that You know, I was, I was more was of a structure guy. Okay. Where I didn't like my guys adjusting as much. I wanted to, you know, because that's the hard thing. Yeah. You know, there was another play in that Jacksonville game where – Travis goes and runs a deep corner route, and Patrick thinks he's going to stop, and they missed a play because of that, because they, were, they weren't on the same page, even yeah. though they usually are. And so I was a guy that was like, you just run where you're supposed to go. I'll read the defense, and then I'll get it to the right guy. Um, but, I mean, as far as a feel for the game, yeah. Marshall was – Marshall. Marshall was like, because he saw what I saw. And that's kind of what I'm saying is that Travis and Patrick see the same things in the course of a play. And you don't very often see that from receivers, that they can see and understand what a quarterback's seeing. So 
he can hang with you a little bit longer. And yeah, Marshall was definitely the guy that I knew when sometimes when he was running routes, I'm like, I know exactly where he's going to break this and how he's going to break this because he's seeing exactly what I'm seeing and it and it made it like stealing. And it looks like that sometimes with Patrick and Travis. Yeah, it makes sense. Marshall yeah. would be saying things as yeah. I'm I'm thinking it right. on television. Yes, you know, exactly. Like he would do that all the time yes. as well. Uh, Kurt Warner, you can see uh, Kurt and I and the rest of the NFL game day morning crew Sunday starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time, eight and a half hours, but not all of them for you because you big time us to go call <laughs> Super Bowl 57 on Westwood One with Kevin Harlan. Uh, and I appreciate you joining us here, uh, certainly since you're going into your darkness retreat starting later on today, uh, right? And we won't see you. You come out. Yes, yeah, so we've got eight and a half hours of TV we got to do. So I think, so I, need, to, I, think I need a few days of uh, you know isolation. That's what you before, do, right? Before, prepare, before I get ready before for you the make game. your decisions. Yeah, but in my dark room, there's actually a what is film. That's how I do it. I just lock myself in the room, but I have I have tape. My 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 darkness retreat is rooting for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every every yeah. Sunday for three this, hours. This, at least, honestly, right? I haven't seen light. You know, barely <laughs> light from fifty three right. years. Well, so. I think you need to change your routine. The isolation chamber is not working. I got to switch you. it up. Yes, you got to change it. Open up. the shade. Open the door. Well, open maybe the if you join Aaron. In his isolation chamber. Uh, oh, then maybe your isolation I'll, on Sunday afternoons might change. A I'll bring the tea. Okay, Aaron, Aaron might be tea. joining you soon, Rich. That's yes, right. That's, that's, that's right. That's and it. he might he might be coming to the Jets. That's which, by I'm the saying. way, and again, isolation and darkness—perfect way to get ready for the Jets. <laughs> perfect. Thanks for coming on, Kirk. You Greatly got it, my friend. Super Bowl champion and the last guy to win MVP of the league and MVP of the big game, Kurt Warner, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Still to come. WWE superstar Seth Rollins and another guy who's hoisted this trophy, Charles Woodson. We're back here from the Super Bowl town in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, along with everybody here on the Roku channel, we just uh, are staring at the Vince Lombardi trophy that's sitting right to my left. Monster.com can help you tackle the job hunt and make your next career move. Monster.com knows that scoring your next job is a championship moment. And to bring your A-game, you need Monster.com because if you're looking to change positions to join a new team, Monster.com has millions of job openings and great coaching and career advice for a strong performance when it counts. Plus, when you upload your resume to Monster.com, you can actually be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. So they're kind of using the site as a stalking horse potentially for you and monster.com knows how to match you with those job fits and when you score the position there's a salary calculator that ensures you're paid what you're worth this is what it's all about when you go to monster.com put your resume there you win the job hunt monster.com so uh joe montana just uh uh left us and so did kurt warner yep so uh, i noticed did you, TJ, and Joe Montana have a moment? What was happening? <laughs> what was happening is we were we were switching out Hall of Fame well, quarterbacks I, you know, in I our just, guest chair. I just had to tell Joe that he was responsible for most people would say, Joe, you're responsible for my greatest memories. Yes. I said, hey, Joe, you're responsible for probably my saddest sports memory of all time. What do you say? He looked at me, he goes, Cowboys fan? Cowboys fan. Yes. Oh, he he he's heard this story but before. Then he pointed something out, and I'm going to have to go back and watch this. He goes, there was a play. He goes, Cowboy fans don't remember this. He goes, there was a play after that where Dallas almost scored. And I think he said their DB, Eric Wright, may have stopped. I forget the player. I have to uh-huh. look it up. He goes, Dallas could have come back and scored and won the game. He goes, but he got tackled and they lost. He goes, nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers. I'm like, it still doesn't take the pain away, Joe. <laughs> but I just love it how... You know, out of all the fans, he goes, a Cowboy fan, huh? <laughs> I think he probably takes extreme pride well, he watches the show, obviously. You? I'm sure he does. He watches the show. He knows. So you had mentioned this before, too. I did. I had not noticed. The Eagles helmet. We have a Chiefs <laughs> helmet and an Eagles helmet. It could have easily placed the Chiefs easily. helmet in front of your position as opposed to Brockman's. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, but, and, and, and thus, there are no rules. I mean, there are rules to get in here, and you have to be credentialed mm-hmm. to get so into rules. the Super Bowl you experience. You need a credential. And That's there are rules for the NFL that you right. need to follow in order to stay in their good graces so we stay in here. Correct. But other than that, we, we, we control this footprint. We could we easily switch the helmets. No, we could. No. However, well, we were told. however, the Eagles are the home team. So the home's on the right? The home's on the other side. Yeah, so essentially, on the right. but technically, on looking the at the helmets, though, the home, the home te- helmet well, is... looking this way. No, 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 but you looking out. Oh, us looking out, it's the other way. But, but us out looking in... Which is all we care about. Home, right. away. It's just it was done to and upset me, like, and it worked. I'm upset. You know, Chiefs and Pats had a, had a little rivalry, yeah, and then I was not mad. Obviously, teachers like the Eagles. Mm. I think the Eagles are going to win, so it makes sense to flip them. But we need to be accurate. By the way, while we're on the subject of home and away, accurate. nobody knows this. By the way, nobody knows who's home and who's away because this is the Super Bowl. But there is somebody that's designated right. as the home yeah. team for exactly. a reason because they coin call toss. they call the coin toss. Yeah. In the air, and they also get to choose the uniform Wait, that they that's wear. How the home team gets picked. Yeah, it's it switches every year. Oh, last year the oh, AFC okay. team last was the home team. AFC. This year it's the NFC team that's the home team. And so the Eagles got to choose. They wear green, mm-hmm. and fascinatingly enough, this will be the first playoff game ever 
in which Patrick Mahomes wears white. This is Whoa. the most insignificant yet potentially most <laughs> significant statistic of Super Bowl 57 I'm dispensing to you right now. However, Rich. Hold on, hold on a second. Oh, I'm, not go, done, oh, I'm oh. not done yet. Here. Oh, Excuse whoa. me. I was coming with jersey oh. stats. But with, with you, sure. I, I know you're about to give me them. I will hand it off to you in a second. But uh, by the way, your whole, however, was all, that, that you are aware from the Penske you fire. Aware. You are aware, and I then I interrupted you. You're, and then I interrupted you, so we don't know what you should be. We should be aware of. We'll find that out in a second. Mahomes has never worn white for a playoff game because he's always been home, and the Super Bowls in which he's played, the Chiefs chose red to wear because he was the home team in those Super Bowls. That's what. That's why he wore. He's worn red. This is the first time he's ever worn white at a Super Bowl. Now you can give me the you are aware stat that I believe I'm already aware of. The team that's worn white has won 36 times. Wow. 15 of the last 18 Super Bowls. Yeah. Wow. That's a stat. That's a good one. 15 of the however, last 18 Super Bowls. However, yes. when the Eagles won their Super Bowl a few years ago they in wore green. New England, green. they wore green. They're one of the few teams yes. that did not wear white. Whoa. Well, the Eagles have worn green now every Super Bowl that they've been in. So I guess that they've been a home team because I guess they would choose to wear their Kelly green uniform. So at any rate. And the Chiefs beat the Niners in red. So The most significant Insignificant stat of Super Bowl Fifty Seven. <laughs> this is why we're that's that's why we flew here to so give you this information. So, all right, pack up, time to go. How is this not significant? If, also, Rich, did you know about the coin toss? Have you heard about yeah, this? Yeah, this is another great one. The last eight Super Bowls, yes. the team that's won the coin toss lost the game. Lost the game. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. So, so it's a, here's the most. Here, that's stupid. It's until fast. no, hold on a minute. Until until we find out. We need to know what did they do? What was their decision when they won? Oh. Did they defer? Or did they not? Well, did they call heads? Because that's heads? what I'm saying. If you're telling me, because most teams, as you know, win the toss and defer, defer because right. they want to get the ball in the second exactly. half to get the opportunity to score right before and after yes. halftime. If they're down, you can flip the script quickly with two possessions in a row, just like that. Or you can push the pedal to the metal and put the game out of reach by scoring touchdowns on either side of halftime. So we saw the Patriots make uh, quite a bit of hay by scoring on either side of halftime with Brady and the Brady Belichick era. But now you got to tell me, you know, if you're telling me eight straight Super Bowl winners have deferred and they've lost, that would blow my mind. Now that would blow my mind. Well, I'm going to go check now. I but don't know that. Is there really just... a site that tells you this yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. Now I have what was called. Okay. Um, Heads or tails? Last, oh, got nice I don't have whether they the deferred decision. or not. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so last year, Rams, uh, Bengals, mm-hmm. tails, Bengals won. But it failed. But it failed. Eventually right? to yeah. win. No, I don't know who's calling this either. It doesn't say that. But uh, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, it was heads. Mm-hmm. Kansas City won the toss. No Tampa Bay won the Super oh, Bowl. Very good. That's great. You know, right. Like that. <laughs> no, no. I, I, honestly, uh, to me, the, the uniform stuff is more significant. <laughs> and that's pretty insignificant. Yeah. Not, well. not to Brockman, it's not. Are people you, people uh, bet on the coin toss, right? I'm aware of that, Chris, because for some reason I see people whose team just lost the coin toss in the stadium cheer loudly. I'll never forget <laughs> being in Vegas guy, many, many moons ago. Many moons ago. Many. Next year we'll be in Vegas. I Next know that. Year, I remember being in Vegas many, many moons ago 
and there was I think UConn played Duke in some you know Final Four or what have you. Yes. And uh, Duke threw the '99 in, championship was Duke. I think Duke threw in a meaningless three at the end of the game. By meaningless, I mean it had nothing to do with who won and who <laughs> lost the game. But it was meaningful. But when somebody, whoever threw in that three to make it a five, like a two-point deficit as opposed to five, the place exploded. <laughs> exploded. And I didn't even need to know why it Vegas, exploded. Baby. Exploded. Vegas, and I'm like, baby. what? Are, uh, my first initial thought was like, why are people going crazy? Because the game, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, meant nothing. Yeah. Uh, it meant everything to somebody. Also, you know? I need to find Chris Stapleton to find out how long his anthem is. <laughs> Say it again? I need <laughs> to find Chris Stapleton to find out how long the anthem's going to be. Just throwing that out there. All right. So if anyone's uh, you're, watching, you're, you're such a degenerate. <laughs> for the first up. time ever, stream the Super Bowl for free. Super Bowl 57 on Westwood One is Sunday, February 12th. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. What should I know about Seth Rollins? Give me, give me oh, a TJ. Man, Seth Rollins. Give me, well, give it to me. Well, he's coming. The the most important thing for this show purpose is Seth Rollins is a huge Chicago Bears fan. Yes, I know that. And, that I know. And he lives and dies with the Bears. Seth Rollins also married to Becky Lynch, friend ah, of the show. Okay, who's been on multiple times. Okay, uh, he's a WWE Grand Slam champion, which means yes. he's won every single title available to a wrestler there. Okay, and, and it looks like there's a chance he might be taking on Jake Paul. At WrestleMania this year, we don't know yet. I don't know if that's the Logan case. Logan Paul or Jake? Paul? I'm sorry, Logan. Logan. Paul. Logan Paul. I'm sorry. And uh, looks like that might be okay. where they're leading right now. You know. But, okay. Um, so yeah, Seth Rollins is the man. There you go. Okay. Jake Paul and Logan. Paul. Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah. Jake's the boxer. Logan. Chris Paul. Logan. Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul. Chris Paul still plays for Phoenix. Sean Paul. Sean Singer. Paul. Chris Paul. Singer. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no relation to Pitbull. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Should we have Seth Rollins scream out Eberflus before he yeah, leaves? No, that's uh, mandatory. The latest Chicago Bears fan to scream Eberflus here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku Channel. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, fantastic. And then Charles Woodson right behind him. Is he bringing any wine or bourbon? Uh, or? He better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, very you don't come to my house empty-handed. Only you do that, Chris. Oh, wait a Rich second. Rich likes all, pretty much all of our guests. All of our guests Please. come on. But every time Woodson comes on, he gets like, there's a particular smile. Oh, yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. flashed it. When you speak oh. of Charles Woodson and Desmond Howell, oh. those two oh, gosh. make you just. Two of my favorite people beat. on planet Earth. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Charles doesn't have to do stuff like this. Schlep all the way down yes. from Scottsdale down here to just hang out and talk to us. Yeah, he's probably playing in the pro. Yeah, it's called a special <laughs> bond is what it's called. A special bond. <laughs> Seth Rollins coming up, hour three. First time I ever met Charles Woodson Rich was the old podcast. He came into our little tiny studio. Yes. We were just doing audio only. Yes. Uh, you told him I was a Pats fan. Yes. This was probably 12 years ago. He looked at me dead serious and goes, well, what is he doing here? <laughs> was not a hint of humor, huh? Was, it, he was not joking. <laughs> it sounded like he Tom, was not joking. Tom Coughlin, then what, 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 why are you calling me? Why, why are you calling what me? is he doing here, then? Why is he here? I'm What's like, he? I'm like, to okay. <laughs> he literally meant it, right? What's he, he doing he here? Did. He totally meant it. Yeah, it's like, like he because he thought it was a safe place when <laughs> yeah. he's coming. And then he thought I was going to be like, ah, snow game, talk roll, blah. 
that's not what I did. Well, you were too yeah. afraid at that but, point. Yeah, by that yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't doing <laughs> it. You, you thought about it. Like, and then you by the way, that, that might have been Charles. Charles is one of, as you know, the greatest defenders <laughs> of all time. Yes, I think he was just defending his own space <laughs> from Patriot fans who probably have like, hey, this violated is, this is, his space. You know, this is my guy Chris. He's a Pats fan. What is he doing here? Fantastic. <laughs> He's probably forgotten you're a Pats fan, and I'll do that again here. And let's see if he if he's if he does the same. Probably. Well, last time, well, when we were in Atlanta, the Super Bowl, him and I got into it because I was. We were talking about. It's a clip that we play sometimes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. about oh, the fumble, yeah. about yeah. it being a fumble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. okay. Yeah. So the jig is up, is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> Very good. All right, that's uh, two hours in the books right here from the Super Bowl Convention Center in downtown Phoenix. When we come back here, WWE superstar Seth Rollins, then Charles Woodson will join us here for our third hour of our first day on the Roku Channel at the Super Bowl. <laughs> 